All right. So as I said, uh, this was the second student worship camp that's happened at um, Southern Seminary, and it, it was it's such a great week um, for me personally, but also I think each of these students um, really have uh, grown during that week, and even those that went last year, just seeing how the Lord has grown them and their talents, but but even more importantly, their their heart and um, just passion for worship. Um, so, so why student worship camp? I, I think um, the primary focus is growing in that passion for worship. Um, there, there's something so different about the, this camp than other camps that I've been to before. And it's not to say one is good and one is bad, but it's to say everyone that went to this camp was here for a very specific reason, and that was to worship and to grow in that. So everyone was there for one. Have you ever wondered what is on the mind of those teenagers? Have you ever wondered that? Um, maybe, maybe you're wondering that right now, but what is really going on in those brains, you know? Um, and we can ask that in so many different ways, but when, when I saw them worshiping, it was very clear to me what was on their mind. Um, and, you know, sometimes we ask these questions, is it, is it just emotions, you know, in the song? Are they uh, raising their hands because of, you know, something going on emotionally? But here's the deal. Um, they didn't raise their hand, you know, necessarily when the music climaxed, or, but when we started singing about generations gathered in heaven, their hands went up because they understood, they understood what this is all about that it's not just this emotional musical thing, it's about the real truth that we have a real hope of Jesus. And that's why we worship, that's why we raise our hands, that's why we sing, that's why we do all of these things. So um, growing in a passion for worship is really the focus for this whole week. Um, and growing also in a calling in ministry. Um, there are some here um, who last year at worship camp felt the call to ministry. Um, Ethan Rivera um, felt the call to ministry last year at student worship camp, and he's been um, exploring that and seeing what that really looks like, and he's going to go to Boyce. I'm not trying to steal your thunder if you're going to talk about this, but I'll let him share more. Um, but then we also have others who feel called to missions. Peyton Arnett feels called to missions, and, um, and all of these students are just really gifted musically, and we know whether it's vocational or whether it's volunteer, uh, that we're really all called to ministry. Um, so these are talents and these are skills and, and things that these students are going to use for the rest of their lives. So I think this is a really impactful week for these students. Um, really quick, I'm, I'm just going to walk through a couple of things before we interview these students. Um, so let me tell you just a quick story myself. Um, so I've been, I've been working in, I've been playing guitar for a long time, but I started working with a youth band back in 2011 in Texas. And I was, I was going to Southwestern Seminary, kind of the equivalent of Boyce College um, for Southern. Um, so I went to the seminary and I was working with youth bands and, and just, I've had the joy of working with so many youth bands. This one is my favorite, I'll tell you. Um, but, um, but really, um, this is cool for me to be able to see that God has given me a passion to work with students like this, and I still get to do that here. This is one of my favorite parts of my job here, um, and it, it's, it's, it's just such a blessing and such an awesome thing to be part of with these students. So um, this is a cool thing for me to be able to see, um, you know, what the Lord started in me back in 2011. Um, I'm getting to see that still happen today here in Kentucky. 
um, at Lone Oak. So, um, so just a little sidebar there. But at, at student worship camp, we had some awesome camp sermons. The camp pastor really just um, opened God's word and just let the Lord speak to us through him. And he challenged us to dream big. And he shared some of his dreams. And, um, and then we, we talked about some of our dreams as a group. Um, we had a thing called Bubba Time. Um, that was really awesome in the morning. If you don't know who Bubba is, Bubba is uh, Jason Stewart, who I forget his title. Um, but he's really like the music guy of the KBC who travels all over Kentucky to equip and to train and um, to empower um, worship leaders and churches around uh, the state. Uh, so we had Bubba time where students got to interact with Bubba and ask him questions and these kind of things. Um, so I already mentioned Ethan just a minute ago, and um, one thing that they really kind of push, uh, or not push, but they just say, voice is a great place to come to invest in your skills and to be trained in ministry. So this, is a gr- this was a great place for us to go um, so that these students could get eyes on a place where they could potentially see themselves growing beyond high school, if that makes sense. Um, so that's just a little bit about why student worship camp, where we were at, kind of what was going on. Um, the flow of the, the days was, um, we had lots of great things in the days, but I think one of my favorite things was the master classes, that we got to see these students partnering with college professors, um, partnering with some of the Boyce Collective Band, just working side by side with them. Um, so I'm not going to say any more. I'm going to let them share a little bit about some of their experience. And I have some questions that I'll ask you. Where did those questions go? They were in a text message. Um, I'm going to start this way. Start with Peyton. So I already said your name. Um, let me find the questions. So I know one of the questions is, what was your favorite part of student worship camp? My favorite part was probably getting to learn alongside the Voice Collective, but also worshiping with a bunch of other teenagers my age, but also walking around Boyce and like getting to see this beautiful campus and possibly like see myself going there one day and just being in fellowship with all the all the believers. Like it was really it was really fun, but it was also beautiful. So yeah, the Boyce Collective Band, what that is is a group of college students who um they it's not just a class, like you sign up to be part of the Boyce Collective, which is a band, and you commit a lot of time to that band, and you get some scholarships and things for that, but these are students who are really being trained, and they are just passing the torch right down from their professor to our students, so it was certainly an awesome part. So, um, another question, how did you grow or explore your musical skills during, during camp? Like I said, with learning alongside the Boys Collective and learning with the professors. We, every day we had a master class and then we had kind of elective classes that we got to pick and I play bass guitar. So I took the bass guitar class and it was, it was a very small camp. Like there was probably 80 students in total. And so each elective class was like a couple kids. So it was me and this other kid and our bass teacher. And we just laughed so much, but also learned from him so much about the musical aspect of it and how to play during this type of song, how to just be a better musician. And it was, it was really fun. 
let me ask this. Raise your hand if you are musical in any way. How many musical people are here in the room? Um, so if you're, if, you, if you're not raising your hand, you may be going, I don't understand any of this, and that's okay. Um, but just imagine, um, if you're not musical, um, just, just imagine within a week, actually just within a few days, all of a sudden you start learning something that you didn't know before, and it, it's starting to click and make sense. Maybe like riding a bike for the first time, that once you, you start rolling and then you start pedaling on your own, you realize, I can do this. It's the same way with these musical skills. Um, they, they hear these things and they start putting them all together and it starts making sense. So one more question. How was your view or understanding of worship impacted by camp? Oh. Being at camp and being with all the students who were there for their main purposes to worship was just so cool to see how all of us in the same room are going to be worshiping God the same way in heaven one day all together with millions and millions more. But also the bass teacher I talked about, he kind of put this in my mind that everything we do is for God. Like every talent we've been given, it's to use for God's purpose. And so he kind of encouraged us to whenever, say, you go on stage to play or you do any like sports or anything, like do it for God. Like set, like be intentional with that time and that gift that you're given and just really dedicate it to God because he's the one who gave you that gift. So use it to glorify him. And I've just stuck with that. And I've tried to before, but now really it's every time I like get up to play or play volleyball, I'm just like, okay, God, this is for you. Like, I wouldn't be able to do this without you. Like you gave me these abilities. So this is for you. Awesome. Thank you. And next we have Katie Bishop. And I'm going to ask you kind of the same questions. All right. So, um, actually, I forgot. You are a senior now, right? So Peyton's just going into her senior year. Katie, you are going into eighth grade. Awesome. So Katie, what was your favorite part about camp? Um, well, I loved everything about camp. It was amazing. It was an amazing experience. Um, but I have to say our um, small groups were really powerful, especially since we had... Um, like not people from the camp doing it. We had some of the leaders and chaperones from different churches uh, doing ours. And it was just really amazing to see just all of these same aged girls in one room talking about what they love most, which is music and Jesus. And um, that's just amazing for me. Yeah, awesome. So how did you grow or explore your musical skills during camp? Well, I play piano and I sing. So um, I really enjoyed our, um, also our time with the uh, voice collective. It was um, really cool just to see these older kids, what we could become one day and even be better. Um, but one of them who, he uh, taught piano, the worship keys class, and um, just the different technical things that I had no idea that I could ever do. I was so surprised. Awesome. So how was your view of un or understanding of worship impacted by camp? Um, so 
I, as I said, the uh, small groups uh, were really amazing. So it was um, middle school girls, middle school guys, high school, two high school different groups. Um, so I was in the middle school group, and um, on our last two nights mainly, I just really felt like connected to all those girls, and it was really amazing. Um, just uh, being able to worship with them was such, like, I knew it, but I didn't really know it. Like, it was there, but it didn't impact me. And that's just really what stuck. Yeah, awesome. And your dad went to camp too, right? He did. So if you don't know her dad, her dad is Zach Bishop. Is Zach here? Where is no. he? Oh, he's, he's on not a trip. Here. Oh, my. He's on a trip with my mom. So, he left me. Ah, okay. Uh, so, Zach Bishop is with um, House of Worship Technology, and he taught some of the classes there, some of the technology classes, and um, so they got to spend the week together, kind of, and um, Zach is an awesome volunteer around here, but we also um, contract them from time to time. Um, so, his business partnered with the Kentucky Baptist Convention um, to train and equip the next generation of tech people. Um, all the people in the booth. Uh, just like Alec Rudy up there, he didn't go to camp with us, but Alec is one of our students who have been serving faithfully on Wednesday nights, running our um, sound and just doing lots of technical things. So we need um, we need the next generation of technical people to be trained and equipped for these churches. So awesome. Um, this, is, this is Riley Sanderson. You're going into eighth grade, ninth grade, huh? Oh, ninth grade. Okay. So tell us what was your favorite part about camp? Like Katie said, getting to know all of those girls in the middle school group and hearing their testimonies was awesome. And how did you grow in your musical skills during camp? So I am mainly vocals, which is pretty much all I do. But um, we, with our big master classes, the first day, Vocals were separate from everybody, and we just learned how to get everybody involved with us being on stage and, like, how to improve on ourselves. And then on the second day, we went in with the band, and we sang with the band, and that was really cool. We got to improve on a bunch of stuff. Awesome. I'm going to ask you a different question than I've asked the others. Um, Tell us about what we did on 4th of July. <laughs> so on 4th of July, we went to a different church. And I brought a bunch of 4th of July stuff because 4th of July with our family is really, really big. And I brought tattoos and headbands and everything. And we went crazy on 4th of July. <laughs> Everybody was staring at us and looking at us weird. But we were having the best time ever. It was so much fun. And then we watched the fireworks we kind of just hung out and <laughs> messed around listened to the music and then we went home or back to the rooms and everybody was worn out the next day in our group everybody else seemed so like happy and cheerful and we were just dead <laughs> i literally fell asleep on her shoulder on the bus ride back yeah so that was the worst bus ride of my life on the way back to <laughs> camp by the way uh, just, uh, it was like 40, 40 middle school and high school boys that were just yelling 
the entire time. It was pretty bad, wasn't it, Ethan? Yeah. Um, so if, if you haven't heard this story yet, last year at camp, they did not take us to a fireworks show. So Lone Oak First Baptist Church, with Jason Stewart, Bubba's permission, we went off campus to downtown Louisville, and we watched a great fireworks show. It was great. On our way back home, this was last year, on our way back home, or back to the camp, uh, the girls started getting texts saying, where are you at? Why are you not in your room? Um, and I said, it's okay, we have permission. Anyway, um, Jason Stewart's assistant was not happy with me. Um, so anyway, we had a fireworks show this year because of Lone Oak First Baptist Church. Uh, we inspired the idea to take the whole camp to another church, to Severns Valley in Elizabethtown, um, to watch this fireworks show. Anyway, um, it was a good time. Fourth of July was good. Um, all right, down here we got Hadley Desmukes. You're going into which grade? Ninth. Ninth grade. So what was your favorite part about camp? Um, camp was incredible. Um, my favorite part was not only, like, the memories I got to make with all these people, which was great, but just being able to worship so openly with all of those people who were worshiping at the same level as I was was just like incredible because you could just feel the spirit moving in the room every time we sang a song. Awesome. So how did you grow or explore your musical skills during camp? So I've always been mainly a vocalist and so my parents encouraged me to take my guitar, which really wasn't mine, to camp even though I didn't know how to play it. And so I took a small group class, and now I can play, like, five chords. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, this camp is a great place to try something new. It's a safe place to, you could try guitar, and then if you never want to do it again, you don't have to. But you learn something, and I think, you, I think you're going to stick with it maybe. So, yeah. um, so how is your view or understanding of worship impacted by camp? So, in the worship services, it was amazing to see, like, the collective worshiping Jesus on the stage themselves, but also worshiping and leading by example for the audience. So, it really taught me how I can worship Jesus from the stage for myself and for the people in front of me to be an example and to help lead people to Jesus and do his work. That's awesome. All right, now we got Ethan Rivera, and you are leaving us. I am, yes. To go to? Boys. Boys. <laughs> All right, so what was your favorite part about camp? We'll start there. Uh, so my, hmm, that's a hard one. I, I'll give two, okay? So finding out I got in the collective, which was amazing. I so you auditioned for I, the collective. Yes, I auditioned, made some really bad videos, <laughs> and with the help of Kenny, and somehow got in. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. But also, the day when we brought so how it was set up for the master classes was the musicians were in one, singers were in one, and the tech people were in one. And then every day we would. Uh, Every day coming till Friday, the vocalists would come in with us. And then the last day, we got the tech people to come in with us. 
and just being able to have all of these students who are learning but also worshiping together was amazing. So I'm going to ask you different questions. Um, so Ethan was actually one of the first people that I asked to be in the youth band when I came here. Um, I talked with Joe, and he said, hey, this guy, Ethan, uh, he plays guitar. He showed me an Instagram video or something. Um, so I saw Ethan in the hallway, and I said, hey, I hear you play guitar. And he said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, do you want to maybe join the youth band? He's like, yeah, sure. And he did, like, that's all he said. I said, so, all right, bring your guitar next time, and I'll listen to you play. And he comes and plays some, like, punk rock songs on the guitar. And I was like, all right, uh, we'll see what we can do with this. Um, and he, he, he's been in the youth band ever since then. That was the, the spring of 21. Yeah, like March of 21, maybe, February, March. That was when Gavin was still the drummer. Yeah. Then we found Keith, <laughs> who could keep time. <laughs> this is true. So so he's been kind of on this journey of uh, not just learning guitar, but seeing how that applies into ministry. Now the Lord is leading him into ministry. And um, just tell us about that. How did you, you kind of discern this calling for ministry, and how did camp last year and this year play a part in that? Uh, so I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I kind of just kept jumping back, and my mom's a teacher, so I'm like, you know what, I'll just be a teacher. That's easy enough, right, you know? But <laughs> probably not the best job to jump into because they get paid like nothing, but, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm in a classroom all day. I can, I can teach or sit there and have a video playing. Uh, well, then we go to worship camp. Uh, <laughs> we go to worship camp last year, and just seeing these people worship and just seeing my growth in the worship team just really kind of kind of gave me a feeling of the calling but I didn't really know and so I just kept praying on it and praying on it and then one, me and Kenny were talking at a rehearsal one night and I'm like yep think think this is it and then I <laughs> It's all it's all very nonchalant. No, nothing really big. That's happens. just that's just Ethan. Yeah, that's Everything's just my, nonchalant. That's just my life. Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then ever since that, just falling into the calling, just felt a big piece over my life. Like I don't really know what's going to happen after college, where I'm going to be. And usually that would scare would scare me a lot. But I'm perfectly fine. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, I don't have to go to Africa. I don't want to go there. <laughs> Well, uh, it, it's been exciting to see um, how, how the Lord has developed that calling. And, and as I said, it, it, it's, it's not just um, an excitement for those who feel called to ministry as a vocation, but I'm excited for all of these students and how the Lord is, is working in each of their lives and, um, and, and growing in worship. And they, they have such an impact on this church. Um, and and I, it's awesome during the, most of them come during the 1030 service. I love looking over here and watching them worship, and they're leading in worship right there. They're, they're leading all of us, even when they're not on the stage. So it's so exciting to, to see how the Lord is working, but camp was such a huge part in, in kind of just boosting this desire and passion for worship in each of us. So then we had Callie Dismukes over here, um, who was our female chaperone, and uh, we had 
uh, let's see, six girls and two guys um, come with us. So I'm, I'm glad that we had Callie with us as a motherly figure um, for all the ladies. So, um, so Callie, tell us just a little bit about um, this was your first time coming to worship camp with us and your favorite parts, just what you saw the God, God do in these students. So I actually invited myself to worship camp. Um, I just went to Kenny and said, hey, Hadley got an invitation and I really want to go. Um, I grew up in this church, and my dad was a minister of music as a child, um, so I've known, you know, church and worship most all my life, um, but I was a part of our worship team as a high schooler, middle schooler, uh, way back in the day, and um, so to see my child now um, leading in worship uh, was just so special to me, um, and then to see, you know, these other students playing instruments and uh, learning tech, with, you know, things that I... I couldn't do. So um, it's just so impressive. Um, I also got to the opportunity to lead the seventh and eighth grade girls small group um, with another chaperone. And I think Katie talked about this, but it was such a special group of girls. Um, they were from all over different churches. Some of them were there by themselves, didn't even have an adult with them. They just came because they wanted to come to that camp. And um, so it was, it was just really neat to see them collectively come together and support each other. Um, the night we had, uh, what was it called, open mic night? Open um, mic night. Mm -hmm. A few of the people that performed, you know, messed up a little bit. And, um, and the whole group of the rest of the kids were so supportive and, like, encouraging them to just keep going and keep singing or keep playing. And as a, as a teacher myself, like, that made me so proud to see these kids, especially at their age, you know, rallying together in support. Um, so... Yeah, awesome. Messed things. up a little bit was an understatement. I mean, I was trying but, to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the open mic night, was it, it really is a time of encouragement to say, hey, you can come, and if it's a complete flop, people were still cheering for you. And these every everybody needs a safe place to do that, to explore um, whatever talent or gift they may have. Um, well, thank you guys so much. Would you, would you give it up for all these students? And, Young go, go down. Oh, yeah, you are. Um, one quick thing. Uh, Joe's going to come up and close out in just a minute. But I asked Jason Stewart, um, who is, as I said, the KBC music guy. That's what I'm going to call him since I don't know his title. Um, I just said, how can we be praying for the Kentucky Baptist Convention, especially regarding worship? And here's some of the things. And we'll just pray through these as we go. Um, so would you join me as we pray for these things specifically? Father, we pray um, right now for your glory to be known around the earth. We pray for your glory to be known in Kentucky. And Father, we thank you for this camp where we got to come together as students all around Kentucky and even other states to, to worship you. Um, Lord, we pray for worship ministries that are multi-generational. We, we thank you that we've seen that happen here at Lone Oak, and we pray for churches all around the, the, the state where um, children and students and young adults, adults and grandparents, we pray that we would see all generations worshiping together at churches all around our state. Lord, we pray for, for those, um, we pray for those who are searching for some kind of identification of um, abilities or um, those who God is call who you've calling into ministry um, through vocals or instrumental or technical. Father, we pray that you would rise up 
um, people here in our church and the churches here in Paducah, all around Kentucky, Father, that you would rise up singers and instrumentalists and tech people to um, to help lead in worship. Father, we pray for congregations to uh, intentionally invest in the next generation of church leaders, especially in the area of worship leadership. Father, I pray that you, again, would rise up leaders. Father, that we would give young people an opportunity to lead and to explore their gifts and their talents. Father, we pray for sister churches that have a need for worship leadership. God, we recognize that we are so blessed here at Lone Oak with great leadership through Mark and through so many um, staff members and volunteers um, through this worship ministry. Lord, I I know that not every church has that. So, Father, we pray that you would provide for all of those needs, those who are in need of staff members, in need of volunteers to provide in that way. And, Father, we pray for Jason Stewart, who is seeking God wholeheartedly and giving help, encouragement, and consultation to 2,400 KBC churches. Father, that's a lot of churches, a lot of people who, who, need, who need leadership. So, Father, if there's, uh, if there's needs, we pray that you would meet them, that you would rise up um, people from our community, that you would rise up people all around the state and even from other states to come in and, and to lead our churches in God-honoring worship. Father, we, we thank you for, again, for this camp and just how you're, you're moving in our church and our convention. And, and, Father, pray that you will continue to use us to lead others to you. God, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.